You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 222. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 222. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hello, baby girl. Oh, my love. How are you? I am so glad to have a moment to stop and connect with you. Yes, it's nice. I really am. I mean, I feel like I've been going, 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 just hustling today, up early, not sleeping well. And it's just, it's really nice that this is what my day is filled with, is, you know, getting to hang out with my spouse. Getting to hang out. Yeah, just the two of us. And the pod people. And thousands of people who are listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We've got an awesome topic for you this week all around comparing yourself to others. It's something that I hear all the time from people and how we are supposed to untangle the meaning that we create when we start thinking that other people's successes or who they are has anything to do with us. Mm -hmm. So, and then we we make up this huge story. Last week, we talked a lot about stories. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please be sure to do so. I'll link it in the show notes for this week. But before we kind of jump in with everything, I wanted to just do a, a quick little announcement that this week, if you are, that is, if you are listening to this episode when it airs, which is September 25th. This coming Wednesday, the 27th of September, is the absolute last call for the early bird pricing for, excuse me, your badass is showing, self-love edition. It's coming up. Wow, that's crazy. Which, by the way, I think I may have mentioned this before, this is by far the lowest price class that I offer, and it's the last time I'm going to teach it. It's going to permanently be available only as a home study program, but this gives you the opportunity to still get feedback from me and be a part of the Facebook group, get advice, you know, deal with that stuff more in a live format versus 100% being on your own. Yeah. If you've been wanting to dig deeper and the purse strings have been a little tight or you need kind of a recharge or a revamp or you're just getting into personal development, you need a place to start, this is perfect perfect for you. Yeah, perfect one. Absolutely perfect for you. So I have two different Excuse Me courses. This one is geared all around self-love. So a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast, like your mind games and how you speak to yourself, Hmm. comparison to others, lack of forgiveness of self or forgiving other people, beating yourself up about those past mistakes, that sort of thing, as well as a huge investment in what other people think, like this whole people-pleasing, all of those concepts we cover off within a three week span. So it's a it's a little shorter. It's not like the tribe, which is the the big gun. You know, that's the sure. full full 
12 week immersion, but this one is a great way to get a few tools in your toolbox more so than you get on the podcast and to start really having some accountability and make some shifts around your particular issue. Yeah. If you want in and if you want to get in for the low, low price of 147 for the last, last time for the last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you hear the sense of urgency? Everybody go to the slash excuse me. And I really want to encourage you to read other people's experiences. Those are impactful. They are. And, and it's great to hear other people's words. I think one other thing to mention about this program is you're so cute. You just smirk. What was that? I just love when you are a fan of mine. You know, totally. like you're just really, you're always just so fucking supportive and amazing. Thanks, Brandon. And I just. Thank you. It makes me smirk it out sometimes. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, there's so much on the podcast that you give away for free. Like, you give so much. And it's amazing that even as much as you give for free, there is so much more to be had. Right. We so were just even about like this. this little program, little program, is way more than you'll get at listening to 222 hours of us <laughs> talking about it. It's just crazy. Well, it was interesting because we were talking about this the other night and I was conversing with my current tribe course that I teach. That's the big one that I teach uh, one or two times a year. Yeah. And one of my students was commenting on the content and I was looking at it and she was kind of breaking up what she had learned over like that particular module. And, and I told you all three of those concepts are nothing I've ever talked about on the pod before. That's impressive. And I had a hell of a time getting it just to 12 weeks. I felt like it needed to be way, way more expansive. And so maybe there's a part two for tribe. I don't know, but I appreciate you underlining that because I've had numerous students go, I didn't know I could go deeper than what I'm getting on the pod, you know? Yeah. you know. And also for those people that have been kind of on the sideline waiting to take action, this is a great way to take action. That's right. It's so much more it's a- intimate, accountability, and safe because it's all virtual. So we won't have live classes where you have to see each other. And so it's a little bit more, it's a little more of a stepping stone, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. And still really potent, powerful tools but a really, really great way to do it right before the holidays. Get yourself some skill set before you have to deal with those crazy ass family and in laws <laughs> and you know the stress and yes. bitching out at your spouse and being pissed at your boss and all of that shit that we think is the problem. It's really not. Mm. It's our perspective is the problem. Our yeah. relationship to our boundaries, to saying no, to letting go of other people's opinion. That's the stuff we need to change. And then your entire world changes. It's really pretty miraculous. I will uh, talk about that a little bit more as we go today. And what we're talking about today with the comparison is a little snippet of what's covered in, excuse me, self-love. Would you look at that? I mean, look at that planning. Do you see what I've done here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is a coincidence. What a co-winky-dink you said. That's fantastic. That's tweetable, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, before we go crazy with all of our comparison stuff, why why don't we lighten the mood here? Let's do it with a little segment we like to call... Would you rather... Speaking of comparisons... Okay. This one is, would you rather have a horse tail or just a t- like a tail or a like unicorn a vesti- horn? Like, oh, shit. Like, wait, like a, like a vestigial tail? 
No, like a horse tail. It would be a vestigious. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? Yeah. Damn it. Is it vestigial or vestigious? It's vestigious, right? I thought I it was vestigious. I don't know, but last week I said ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just trying to show people how to let go of perfectionism. That's what yeah, I'm trying yeah, yeah. to That's do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is? Okay. <laughs> well, you did it. Um, okay. No, but if, because I'll tell you what, if it's like, like a My Little Pony and I can fucking brush that shit and do like. Okay. We'll call it a unicorn tail. Sure. Uh, wait, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Either a unicorn tail or a unicorn horn. I think I would go for tail. I you think. can pick the color of the tail. Whoa! Only once, though. You only get it to choose once. Okay, so and the horn too. D- so it could be like a swirl sort of horn, or is it like a poop swirl? <laughs> no, not like a poop swirl. Like that poop swirl you get at the yogurt shop, where it's like chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> no, you kind of like that. Ew! But but in like pink and white, or oh, or okay. like ter- aqua better. and sure. white. Sure, yeah, you could do. Or it. is it more like a like bone, like it's a bone. like an elephant tusk. Well, it's a it's a horn. I I know. I'm just trying to see so, what I'm working with here, as far as vanity is concerned. <laughs> you can have that unicorn horn, whatever color you want. Okay. Or that unicorn tail can be whatever color you want. Okay. But only once. But I can only pick it once, so mm-hmm. it's like then you got to really commit. I think I'm gonna go with the tail. I'm. F- I, I feel like. I could always grow my hair long, and then I could have my tail out, like, kind of underneath that. So it would just... You could always hide your tail. It's hard to hide a unicorn horn. Exactly. Although you could hang a lot of stuff from it. It could be extremely (laughs) utilitarian, but it would probably... Where do I put this? Both hands are full. (laughs) Oh, I know. I'll use my unicorn horn. Let me scoop it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, So the infomercial would be like... Do you ever wish that you had more than two hands to pick things up? That's exactly. That's ex- you knew where I was going. Then, You're picking up what I'm throwing. And then you could like do like this head scoop and then like pick. I yeah. don't know. Pick up your keys. I yep. Don't know. Wow. Exactly. I think I'm still gonna go with the tail. I would too. Being six five, I hit my head on stuff already. Anyway, oh, I don't need a friggin' horn to be n- knocking be, onto stuff. Yeah, it's a no. That's no a, it's a no. For it's me. a no. Yeah. All right. So the tail it is. I think that's probably gonna be the winner, but. I'm I'm open though to hear what. Yeah, let's hear what you have to say. Maybe it's like connecting you with your third eye. I don't know. Okay. Right. Sure. We could have. (laughs) So, if you want to tell us what you would rather, you have to come join my completely free Facebook group where it's very exclusive. Exclusive. And inclusive. Inclusive. So all you have to do is go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club, and it will redirect you over to the Facebook group, and we have tons of conversations over there. Oh, and there will be a coupon code for $25 off Ooh, your what? your registration for Excuse Me, Your Badass is Showing Self-Love well, edition. Well, would you? No. So I always do... Coupon codes and things like that only for the after hours crew. So come hang out, join the conversations. I do f- additional Q and slays every Friday, and we always talk about what we would rather every single week. So every week, and it's so fun. It is fun. It's really fun. It's fun. You have your regulars, and then you have people that chime in just they just, on and off. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. That's exactly right. Let's talk a little bit about this comparison stuff. Let's do it. This is something that I do hear from people constantly. And it tends to be a huge, huge trigger. So let's say you're just minding your own business, maybe scrolling through Facebook, and then boom, you see somebody you went to high school with, and they're 
a doctor now and they have this amazing practice and their kids are flawless and perfect and play the piano and they're like three and just all this stuff, right? And then all of a sudden you find your mind spinning out into this place of, God, well, my kid can barely get a D and in their class and I don't even have an associate's degree and I am not that talented and I suck and I'm fat, my thighs are dumb and my lashes stick together. And like, it, then you just kind of go into this vortex. You guys know what I'm talking about. Spiral time. Sure. It is. It's a spiral. Whatever you water grows. So if you continue to water that thought process and you don't do something to stop it, right. it will continue down that comparison train. And Martha Beck, who's kind of a, a pioneer in coaching, always calls this compare and despair. And that is truly what it is. Like we very rarely compare ourselves to somebody else from a powerful place. We do it from a place of lack and scarcity. Mm. Interesting. And it, so – the first thing that I want you to think about here, this is kind of the first way to stop that comparison spiral, is I want you to think about this particular concept. Other people's successes have nothing to do with you, have nothing to do with you. We make up, like the stories we were talking about last week, we make up that their success has something to do with us. And usually it's like a completely faulty reasoning. In our head, we think, oh, well, if they're successful, then somehow I can't be. Or they must be better than me. Or I must be not as worthy. We don't take it as, well, that's just a fact. That person's a doctor. I happen to not be. We make it mean that you are less than. Right. Yeah. We're not valuable or that we can't ever have that. We can't achieve. We make other people's successes mean something about us. And it really doesn't have to. That's interesting. Other people's successes mean something about us. Huh. That's right. And it's oftentimes very much on a subconscious level. And for me, I'm very kinesthetic. I'm very emotional. I feel things very tactilely. I feel my inner critic a lot more through my emotions than I do dialogue. So for mm -hmm. me, what happens, and oftentimes the trigger is something in social media, I'll see something and then I'll have like a, a drop of my heart or, you know, I'll feel it physically, like a tightness in my shoulder or just a, a feeling of unrest yeah. versus a chatter going like, oh, look how much better they are than you. I think we probably have both of those. It's just whichever one you are aware of first. That's right. Because I get people aware of that stuff all the time in their physicality. Right. Right. Because they're always like, oh, when I, you know, am driving, I've, I realized now that I've done this work that I'm not breathing when I'm driving. You know, I'm yeah. holding my breath. But they don't realize it because their mind is overpowering that. Mm. But for you, it's vice versa in that situation. That's interesting. Your physicality is overpowering your mind in that moment. And they're always tied together. Yeah. They're very much oh, tied yeah. together. That's why we see people who are so stressed out, they get sick. It's like if you're mentally stressed, your body will start to shut down. I that's mean, why it's called dis-ease. That's right, baby. That's right, baby. That's why I keep you around. <laughs> for the disease. <laughs> Just know for those little those little wisdom <laughs> little snippets, wisdom snippets. That's right. So here's the deal: comparing yourself to others is based on a faulty notion that other people's successes have anything to do with you. Huh. They don't. 
And I've also seen people who try to combat that comparison spiral by talking shit on that other person or by imagining how much they suck too or they probably have all their own demons. And and it's instead of looking at what's really happening, which is your own fucking insecurity. That's Mm -hmm. what we need to remedy. We need to get you to a place of self-love. We need to get you to a place of self-confidence. We don't need to justify why that person is so successful, but they must also be fucking miserable. They must also have their all their own shit. That's mm-hmm. it's a band-aid to a problem that is systemic that needs to be shifted at the root. And that is what confidence is. That's what self-love is. That's what self-worth is, which is all of the things that we're covering off in excuse me self-love. So again, if it's if the, these are sorts of things that you need to really uncover at a deeper level, I highly suggest that you come hang out with us. So let me ask you this. Okay. I, I know we're on a time limit, but if if you do buy the program, how is that going to help you as far as like, okay, like you look at other people and you see that they're successful and it, you reflect that on yourself as being unsuccessful. Right. How is this program going to help get people past that? Like, what's the takeaway? What's the difference? Yeah. Well, a lot of times what I do here on the podcast are little snippets, right? Little ideas, little things to try on. What's different with the program is there are actual specific tools that I teach only in paid-for programs uh-huh. and specific processes and assignments. So it's more structured. There's a challenge every single week. Okay. So basically, you would have something. You know, I'm not going to give it out here, basically, because sure. that would be dumb yeah. and not fair to my students. You would then, as a group, we have something that we're focused on for the week that you are being held accountable for, that you have to come back and say, here are the instances where I caught myself comparing. Here's how I stopped myself and used this tool. And here's the overall result. I noticed that I was able to feel this. I noticed that I'm a lot happier. I noticed that my relationships are better. That is invaluable. And that's that's what a lot of people will say. They don't say, oh, my God, I learned this amazing tool. They say, my relationships are better. Yes. I wake up happier. Yes. I feel ready to go after that dream or that goal or that desire that I've been holding myself back from. That's what people say. And it's not based off of the worksheet I give them. Right. It's all of the components. It's applying it. It's having accountability. It's having a soul tribe there with you, cheering you on. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Answers my question. I'm so glad you asked that, Mr. Smith. (laughs) All right. So number two, a second way that you can kind of get ahead of this comparison is really embodying this element of curiosity. Curiosity is one of my favorite tools to get you out of judgment, both for yourself and for other people. Example, if you notice that, let's say you are at your kid's soccer game and you notice that another parent who's there had made all these adorable banners for everybody to hold up and cheer for their kids, and they brought orange slices for everybody, and they're just doing everything like they're just being a fucking irritating perfect parent. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? This is where your mind goes. You go into why they suck and Mm -hmm. why they're horrible. Mm -hmm. So you get curious about yourself, first of all, and you go, I wonder what, what was that about? What does that mean about me? Is there something going on that's related to my childhood? Is there a need that's not being met somewhere? And you get curious about what's really happening for you. Because sometimes it's just 
circumstantial, like you've had a really shitty day. So that person just triggers you. You're just pissed or they're just irritating. Mm. Sometimes it's really deep. Like it's a childhood wound or maybe they represent something that you're desiring in your life. Something's void in your life. But you can also get curious about that other person and think about like, hmm, I wonder what fueled them and got them so excited to cut up all those orange slices. So w- so curiosity is supposed to kill the cat, but you're saying use curiosity to kill the perfect soccer mom. <laughs> to kill the comparison spiral. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Stay with me, Smith. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so I don't want you to take the, the curiosity for other people to a judgment place because that's exactly what it's designed to counteract. Got it. The way I use this in other scenarios is uh, if I am out at dinner, let's say, I actually did this on a retreat that I was at, gosh, over a year ago, and we were getting some service from uh, the wait staff, and it was really awful. I mean, they were so biting and acerbic and rude, and I just kind of stopped, and you know, and some of the other women were kind of like, Ugh, you know, and of course, feeling that energy and feeling like, gosh, why does she have to be such a bitch to us? And you yeah. immediately want to make them wrong. Uh-huh. And I kind of stopped and I was like, okay, that never feels good to me to get locked into that place. Let me get curious about her. I wonder what her day was like. I wonder how much pressure she's on in the back from her manager, from other servers. I wonder if she's really stressed out because she just wants to get home to her kid. I wonder if... You know, I, I just start thinking about what were they raised with? What sort of messages did they receive? How do they think That's a about great themselves? Tool. Yes. And what happens when you get lost in curiosity is you start to lose judgment. And that is awesome. And it's really awesome when it's for yourself. You can also start getting curious about, oh, wow, how interesting that I got triggered about that. How interesting that. I made that mean in that short period of time that I suck as a parent and I might as well give my kid up for adoption and, you know, whatever. <laughs> like what's get Makes cur- it a lot lighter. Get too. curious about your own process. And we actually take an entire week to do that in Excuse Me Self-Love as we look at all of our different triggers and what comes up for us and getting ahead of those things so that we don't just feel like, God, I hope Debbie's not at soccer practice. Uh, you know, like uh-huh. where we just feel like victimized by our circumstance. Yes. All right. So the number three way to three let – Three way. Hey-o. Did somebody <laughs> say three way? Hey-o. The third way that you can start working with this whole comparison thing and start letting go of it is to analyze what eliminations you need to make. You need to stop feeding the trigger. So if it's a situation like – what I was talking about with soccer practice and you know, you have to go and you know, you're going to have to see this person and she triggers the fuck out of you. That is when you are going to want to use the mantra of anybody else's successes or what anybody else does has nothing to do with me. It is not my responsibility or you might want to really lean into curiosity and focus on that while you're there. Hmm. Now there's a whole other situation that happens with comparison where we feed the fucking trigger. Example, you follow a bunch of fitness people on Instagram and every time you scroll through Instagram, you are constantly comparing yourself 
to these uh, these fitness people and you're going, gosh, I'm such a fat ass and I have no motivation and I'm so lazy and how come they make it look so easy? How come I can never stick with a diet? How can I? And you just start feeling worse and worse mm. and worse and worse. And what do you do? You keep scrolling. You keep scrolling and then you go check out the one that's the extra perfect fitness person and then you get stuck on their whole Instagram profile, and then you're watching their videos, and then you're talking shit about them while they're doing their video, like, ah, and feeling even worse about yourself, and you keep feeding and feeding and feeding it. It's awful, but I cannot tell you how many people maintain and water their plant that is a trigger. Mm -hmm. You need to stifle that shit out. You need to let it die. In this situation, honey, all you got to do, unfollow, block, unsubscribe, Whatever it is, you yeah. do n- you don't wow. have to subject yourself to that. To that. Hmm. And you aren't being some sort of fucking hero by d- by subjecting yourself to all of your triggers. It's the same equivalent to somebody who wanted to get sober. It's not like you go to a bar and just go like, no, no, I can totally do this. I can do this. Or keep alcohol in your house. Set yourself up for success. If you know you constantly go into a comparison spiral every time the Victoria's Secrets magazine comes... Because you compare um, yourself. Subscribe. Stop getting it or yeah. throw it in the recycling all right away. Although it seems like as soon as you unsubscribe to one of those, four different ones start coming. That's right. It's but- crazy. <laughs> Not just Victoria's Secrets, anything like that. That's right. Well, all I'm saying is do whatever you can within your power to eliminate your triggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes this is people, you guys. Sometimes you have a friend or a coworker or a family member who eggs you on to the comparison or who is always fat shaming other people or slut shaming or whatever. Shaming is the hot topic. And you get lost in that vortex and you kind of don't know how to stand up to them and you don't know how to switch the topic and you're uh, uh. You have to really watch that. You have the ability to scale down on those friendships. You do have the ability to speak up for yourself. You're choosing not to. I want you to really take a look of all of the places where you compare yourself to. What are you doing to allow the trigger to enter in? What are mm-hmm. stimuli are you allowing? Whether it's in friendships, family, Social triggers, things like Facebook, media that you receive. I know for uh, myself and actually my best friend, we're in the same business. And we've mentioned that a lot of times we have to unfollow other personal development people or unsubscribe from their mailing list because it's so easy to go, oh my gosh, this person's doing this in business or this in business. Mm -hmm. And I have to be extremely vigilant about it if I'm struggling in that area. So if I'm in a real strong struggle around fitness, I don't go searching out all the fitness people on Instagram. I right. like search past them or unfollow. So you're allowed to set yourself up for success if you're a little bit vulnerable around that particular category. The other thing that you might do is change your perspective on it. Instead of talking shit on that person, say, wow, I, I'm really – inspired by this person. I really want to become more like that. I wonder what it is that they're doing that I could do today, mm-hmm. you know, and you start using that as inspiration and, and use it in reverse trigger. And that my friend would be curiosity. Yeah. And that would be a great way to lean into that. Now it depends 
how intense the trigger is for you. And it depends how you're motivated. For me, I never was motivated by seeing people who were at a level that I wanted to be at. My self-talk always went to how shitty I was. It was never motivating for me. Got it. Now, my best friend and I have talked about this before, and she always says like, oh, dude, if she can do it, I can do it. And she's highly motivated by that. I am not. That is not my natural inclination. Hmm. The other thing to know about that is how potent is the trigger. If it's something like an extreme, like what I was saying with stopping drinking, you don't go to the bar and go like, wow, look at that person who totally doesn't struggle with alcohol. (laughs) I wonder how their brain works. I wonder how they're able. No, you go, dude, this trigger is way too big. That makes sense. Eliminate. Yeah. I need to block, unfriend, delete, unsubscribe. Very good point. Throw in the trash, end friendships, scale down on friendships, scale down on work relationships, whatever. But that's for everybody to analyze how detrimental is this trigger and what of all of these ways that I'm presenting to you is the most applicable. And if you want deeper, you know where to find us at <laughs> thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. And Like I said, you'll get quite a bit more work and attention and food for thought around all of this. I hope that makes sense. But that was a great, that was a great example. No, it's a great point though that you made. People are are really fueled differently. Yeah. So for instance, if you are fueled like that, where you start thinking like, oh my gosh, how inspirational they are, and you get like a little burst of mojo, then that's not really a trigger. That's that's inspiration. That's motivation. It's a trigger in the opposite direction. Right. Yeah. What what would that be? I don't know. Like a, It's still a trigger. Like right? a happy trigger? Right. Yeah. A happy trigger. A happy trigger? Trigger <laughs> happy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. You see what I did? Eyes off. <laughs> but I think it's about kind of analyzing where you fall and then making the choice about what tool helps you the most. Okay. Number four, the fourth way to help kind of combat that comparison is to just consciously choose another focus. I mean, this is just basically distracting yourself. If you notice that you are at a parent-teacher conference, you're comparing yourself to another parent, you are at the gym and you're comparing yourself to somebody else who you know signed up the exact same time you did and they look amazing and they've been making all these gains. If you're at work and you're comparing yourself to somebody who just got a promotion or whatever, it's in those moments where you notice it And you go, oh, shit, I just started going down that comparison spiral. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of call it out like, whoa, there it was. And then you can do one of two things or both of these things kind of in tandem. The first is really be vigilant about your self-talk. you got to do something to shut it down. Like, nope, not going there. Harveckers, cancel, cancel. I love that one. You guys know I love that one. Whoa, that thought was unhelpful. Or, wow, that was five minutes of comparison, I'll never get back, you know, or whatever. Just acknowledge it so that you can kind of stop it, right? It's it's almost like that little kid who's like, mommy, hello, can you pay yeah, attention? Mom, right, can right, I have right. this? Can I have that? Can I have it? Mommy, mom, mom, mommy, mom, 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 mommy, mom, 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 you know, the whole. That's, that's every kid, yes. That's right. That that awesome, <laughs> oh gosh, what's that? What is Family Guy episode. Oh, yeah, Stewie. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stewie. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Lewis, Lewis, mom, 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 mommy, 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 mama, 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 ma, 
มามามามัมมัมมัมมัมมัมมี่มัมมี่มัมมามัมมามัมมา What Hi <laughs> That's what happens with the self-talk vortex. It's incessant. Mom, mom, mommy, mom, 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 and you have to go stop. No, what? Cancel. No, this thought process is not good. And acknowledge it, and then shift gears. What I'm going to focus on right now is how much I love my kid, or that party I'm planning, or how cool it's going to be to yes. catch up with so and so on Friday. I use that one a lot. What I'm going to put together for that PowerPoint presentation for work tomorrow. So you can just switch your mental real estate. What are you allowing to take up root in your mind at the moment? The other way you can do this is by simply doing something that distracts you. So this could be picking up a book. This could be coloring. This could be watching a movie. It could be watching something funny, something inspirational. It could be texting a friend. Something to switch your mind into another project. Hmm. And sometimes just doing both of those things can be really, really advantageous. To go, oh, I'm not going to water the comparison plant. No, I choose not to. I choose not to water it by what I say in my mind and by what I choose to do with myself through my behavior, whether that is online with people in real life. With scrolling through social media, whatever it happens to be, whatever your triggers are, mm-hmm. don't water them. Don't water that plant, because exactly. honey, it is going to fucking grow. Yeah, <laughs> preach. I get worked up. Get into it. You know I get. She's worked getting up. worked up. All right. So four ways to stop with that whole comparing yourself to others. First thing you've got to know: other people's successes, other people in general, have really nothing to do with you, even. If your self talk wants to tell you that they they are, or look at how amazing they are, how mm-hmm. could you be the way you are? And again, we talk all about how that relates to your self worth in the excuse me class that I have going on right now. The second piece, lean into that curiosity. What was that trigger really about? What's underneath all of that? Getting really curious. Number three. What are the eliminations that you need to make? Whether it's with the people in your world or behaviors, habits that are fostering comparison, where do you need to scale down or eliminate? And then finally, choose a new focus. Choose it. Choose it. You don't realize it, but you are choosing to get locked into comparison. You can choose something else. You just have to be conscious about it. You have to be deliberate about it. You have to say out loud, "No, I'm not going down that path," and then switch to something else. Nice. So those are the four. If you are interested in hearing more about the stories we create, we talked about that a lot last week. So again, you can check oh, yeah. that out in the show notes page, and we'll be talking about it this week in the after hours group too. So I hope you come and hang out with us. And as always, after if you. After hours, <laughs> if you are looking for that deeper dive, go cruise by thejoyjunkie.com/slash/excuse me. The link will also be in the show notes here, and you can just read about what's being covered. And I would really encourage you to read what other people's experience has been. Like we said earlier, it's always helpful because they are you. They yeah. are you. They just signed up 
last year or a year before yeah. or whatever. They're, it's the same scenarios. It's the same I'm not good enough. It is the same racket in their mind. And it's all possible to change. And it's very clear that it's possible, you know, when you see their story. So anyway, enough about that. I'd be honored to be a part of your journey. And anything else you wanted to add, baby doll? I don't think so. All right. Well, we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.